the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and with me is Dave Martin from Martin's Auto. He's at 16th Street, south of Indian School. Been around a long time. Been a friend of mine for a very long time, and certainly a good shop. Uh, or he wouldn't be here with me. So, Dave, thank you for spending your second hour here with me. Good morning, Mark. We're going to go on the phones real quick because we've got people that help through the break. So, Rick, you're first, and Sam, I'll get to you next. Rick, how can we help you? Good morning, Mark and Dave. I had a a question about I bought a 2002 uh, Thunderbird, you know, the new retro-style body with convertible. Uh Um, The other night I was going to put the top down, take it for a drive, and I started it, started right up. The top wouldn't go down. The left um, window won't go down or up. Um, the brake lights won't work. Um, and there's a few other things that won't um, work with the vehicle. And that's just out of the blue. It's mint. It's only got less than 50,000 miles on it. Um, I'm wondering, um, you think it's, I tested the fuses but i don't know how to test like relays and such okay um, did the all of it quit at the same time yeah and they're not on the same circuit yeah that's that's I mean, that's kind of weird it, it isn't one one fuse it runs all of that there's too many things going on here but the top and the window are going to be connected yeah. because we we don't want to drop the top with the windows up and so typically when you go to to, to 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 bring the top up, we're gonna the 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 windows are gonna drop at least some and before the top is activated, usually. So yeah. I don't know if the window and the top are related, but um the rest of that stuff is just weird. Yeah, the brake lights and stuff like that. I mean it almost seems like in, in the back end of the car there's something in the in the wiring. Excuse me, and the and the headlights won't work. Oh, the headlights won't work either. Yeah. But it starts and runs. Beautifully. Okay. Wow. Well, it's got it's got some it's it's going to have. I mean, I think at that particular point, you start at the battery and work your way towards the electrical systems because you have the brake lights. You the key is in your pocket. The brake lights still will work, and so and your cigarette lighter will work, and there's dome lights will still work, and then there are other circuits that need the key to be on. So you I, have yes, yes. Okay, so you have you have a, a one half of the circuit is live all the time, and your headlights is one of those. So are the brake lights. And then the others are ignition operated by the key switch. So I, I think I'd go to the battery and work my way from there. I'd start at the two terminals. I'd start at the cables. And, and Does uh, the turn signals work? Um, no, they don't. 
Okay. Uh, maybe there's something going. A lot of those, a lot of that stuff goes through the turn signal switch. I'm wondering if I don't, I don't know about the top. I, yeah. Th- that's not a kind of a thing that we play around with too much. But, but a, a lot of that stuff will run through the turn signal switch. You might want to check that. And they're on two different circuits because turn signals and, and park lights are on two different circuits. Right. So, I, I when you have an electrical storm like you're having. It's still uh-huh. a good idea to start at the battery. So pull both of the cables, clean them up really good, make sure they're clean and dry, put them back on. Yeah. You should have a voltmeter. The battery should have somewhere between 12.8 and 13 volts in it. It should yeah, start out. Yeah, like 13.1 or something. Okay. And, the, and then it should it should have a half a volt or so above what you, you check the battery before you start it, and the alternator should then add a half a volt to that. So if, if it's 12.8, it goes up a half a volt. So how much how much is electrical systems test at your shop? Seventy dollars. Okay, and, and and that's pretty. It's going to be between fifty and a hundred at just about everybody's shop, and that there's a good chance that the electrical systems test will tell us what circuit is down, and that makes it kind of easy to go from there. So especially in his case, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, you need to you need to test a few things. There's absolutely no, no way to figure that out other than that. That's the best so we can tell have, you. Uh, I'm really unfamiliar with electrical. So you guys have a, a, a system as you can test this. Sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, all of us old gray-haired guys. This is something that is 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 akin to us, like brushing your teeth in the morning and stuff. I mean, we we've done this so many times. And you walk outside with a wire brush, a couple of wrenches, and your digital voltmeter, and and it doesn't take long to kind of look at all the different circuits. And and your ignition, your fuse panel has two halves to it. One half is ignition, so it's only gonna the radio. The radio doesn't work until you turn on the ignition. But the brake lights are on the other side, which is 100% power all the time. This is easy. Easy. But anyway, $70 at his store, $70 at my store, and there's a lot of stores that are going to be $5, $10 one way or the other. But that that's what you might end up with, okay? Yeah, hey, thanks a lot, you guys. I really appreciate it. All righty. Thank you for the tone. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Oh, and you know something, Rick? You can email me, mark at marksalem.com, with what it was so I can learn. Yeah. Yeah, okay. tell me what it was, okay? I, I'd be curious, too. All right. Thank you very much, Rick. Sam, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call. I got a original owner of Vehicle Saber, 2003, and it was having, like a month and a half ago, starting problems where I'd have to keep my foot on the accelerator, the pedal, to get it started. Okay. And it was so bad sometimes, especially when it was hot, to, to, to continue going and put in, before I put it on drive, I had to keep the foot on the accelerator. And so I narrowed it down to the fuel regulator, because it's original, because I took the vacuum line off, and it smelled like fuel. So when I replaced it, actually, I tipped it upside down, and fuel came out of the vacuum port. Okay. So I put a new one in, and, it, and it's working better, but it, when I turn the key, I still have to put my foot on the, the pedal to start it. Okay. But it will stay started now. All right, well, that's good. You don't have what it takes, but we need a fuel pressure gauge on the system, and we need to know what the spec is. So okay. you could have something wrong with the pump and the fuel, or the fuel pressure regulator. So the question is, is, did the fuel pressure regulator go out on its own, or did the pump cause the fuel pressure regulator to go? Because he's got gas on the wrong side of the diaphragm. So we have to fix okay. that. All right, so you fix that. The next question is, is, is the fuel pressure on your car within tolerances? Now, I don't know if the auto parts stores will do that, but I don't think so. I don't think they're allowed to open up fuel systems. No, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, that's it's flammable stuff. I don't well, think they'd let them do that. 
There's a port on the. I have a fuel pressure gauge. I can put it on. There's a port on the fuel rail. Okay. All right. Just get on the internet and find out what your fuel pressure, supposed your static pressure, is supposed to be. There's a lot of cars are different, so don't just yeah, right. you know go to Amazon or go go to the guru on the and and he says oh 18 pounds. Well, you, you better make sure that the, that your your numbers are right. But um, yeah. I'm more I'm thinking this isn't a fuel pressure problem because I think it's a throttle problem. I think it could be a TPS. I think it could be an idle air control motor. I think there's a lot of other things this could be for him having to give it gas in order to get it running. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm you don't want to send it to the shop and tell and try to dictate the the path of the repair because that's really a bad deal and most of us won't even let you do that. So in your particular oh. case, I think what's fundamental here is is you got a fuel pressure regulator that was bad. You did it, and it made it better, but you said twice or more. You you have to give it gas in order to start. A fuel injection car doesn't care about what you do with the throttle. Yeah. And so right. so I think that there's a relationship there. Um, do you have a check engine light on when you drive it? No, no codes. And okay. the thing is, the fuel pump is pretty new. It's like a year old uh, Delphi. Yeah, but why are we having to touch the gas on a fuel injected car to get it running? We've never had to do that before. Yeah. So yeah, I, and, I checked. Okay, I and checked. He, here's the deal: the question is a hard question because we're both, all three of us, are sitting here shaking our heads, going, "We don't know the answer to that." But whoever finds it and fixes it can then answer that question. Right? Why does he have? Why does he have to, to open up his uh, his throttle in order to get it to run? So we we're we're just out of out of out of guesses. So, okay. Good, thank you. All right, Sam. Good luck to you. And you know what, Sam? Same thing. Mark with a K. Mark at MarkSalem.com. When you get it fixed, I'd like to know what it is because yeah. um, I think the key here is is it's a twenty year old car or almost a twenty year old car, a nineteen year old car. It's a GM car. Fuel pressure regulator first, and now we still have to still exercise the throttle pedal in order to get it to run. And that, those are unusual symptoms all tied together. Anyway, open lines are available, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Don't forget that there's going to be a huge fiesta at 16th Street south of Indian School on, on the 28th of October, and it's, there's going to be dancing and food and and uh, what else can I? I can really get you in trouble with this. And, you <laughs> yeah, know, you're, you're really going to sick me here, aren't you? <laughs> on this deal. But but those of you that have done business with Martin's Auto since the fifties, yeah. Well, well, actually, since ni- 1971 is when we started. Okay, so se- seven. Yeah, you're 50 yeah, years. 50 years. That's where exactly. I got the 50. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you've done business with Martin's Auto, your dad's going to be there. He'll and, be there. You bet. And I'll bet he'll. This is what will happen because this is what happens to us old guys. Hi, my name's so and so, and and I've done business with you for. Oh yeah, your wife had that turquoise Thunderbird because <laughs> your dad's going to know some of these people by the car they drove. Oh, absolutely. That's that's how we knew most of our customers growing up. You know, I, I started in this business when I was ten years old, and and I still remember cars more. And you know what? People come in, and I'm like, oh yeah, you drove this, and they're like. Guys, that's great that you remember that, you know? Yeah. I, I, the, the, the people with the 57 Chevys that you had to hunt for the gas cap behind the little lever that you turned and opened up the door on the taillight fan. Yep. And then all the people with the hidden gas caps on the cars, the 55, 56, 57 Chevys were all kind of tough to find. Yep. And that was the way we broke people in. And then, then the Volkswagen would pull in. 
And they did. We'd say the filler's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. Oh, yeah. We used to have technicians that tell me that, you know, when we, when we were young, he'd, he'd tell me, go put up a radiator in that VW bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's no radiator in it. Yeah, it's air-cooled. But. Yeah, yeah. And then also he'd tell us, he'd tell us to go put spark plugs in a diesel. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, go, here's three spark plugs. Go put them in. Well, these are used. Oh, that's all right. He just needs a new spark plug. So yeah. you go over there and look around, and all of them are laughing at you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it's easy to get easy. It's easy to get even. Anyway, 602 960, the lines are open. There's five of them. Dave Martin and Mark Salem here to answer your question. We'll do the best we can with you. And it's a give and take kind of thing. We ask questions and you give us answers. And you tell us you're making model and this is what's going on and this is what my wife said and this is what I think. Because in reality, that's a bad thing to do because we're going to side with the wife because we're scared of her and we're not scared of you. So it's, it's, we're, we're really smart when it comes to who to side with, especially if the wife is standing there. She's got her chin out and her hands are on her hips like our mothers used to oh, do. Yeah. Oh, then that's right there. That's a, do you, you'd look at the guy and you go, you're sunk. There ain't nobody in this room is going to be siding with you, buddy. Anyway, 602-508-0960. Mark Salem, Dave Martin. We'll be back in a minute. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hi, this is Sam Stone, the host of Broken Potholes, the show that crashes head-on into the disastrous progressive policies destroying our greatest cities and, in time, our country. Ours is like no other show on the air. You'll hear the truth about what the left is trying to do to destroy our republic, what we can do to fight back, and we're going to have some fantastic guests on every week. That's Broken Potholes every Saturday, 3 p.m., right here on 960 The Patriot. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. 
The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, Mark Salem here every Saturday from 10 to 12 talking about car, car repair issues, and you're welcome to join us right now. We have four lines open because we've got Bob on one of them. The phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And uh, Dave Martin is here from Martin's Automotive at 16th Street and Indian School, so he's flying wing, and today we're doing the best we can to guide you with your car problems. Let me talk about a shop over at 38th Avenue in Indian School that's been around during the covered wagon days, and it dates back to 1967, and that's Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Ellen handles the front. And you'll meet her when you walk in the door. Bob, and they have a nephew, runs the shop. And it's really, really a good shop. I sent them a truck a long time ago that we couldn't find or fix. And they did. And since then, I've admired their skill and their tenacity of just simply working on it till they get it and get it fixed. So I thought to myself, this is a great place to do diagnostics, but Bob says we like oil changes too. So I tell you, they do everything from electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, but if you've got a car that honks the horn on Thursdays at 1.17 p.m., they can probably find the problem of what the why that's going on. Bob, good morning. How can I help you? Well, I've got a question on, on the battery. Uh in February, my car is going to be five years old, and I'm thinking of replacing the battery then. And I was also wondering, will I get a light when that voltage starts to wane a little bit? No. No, your your battery's like a light bulb. One minute she's fine, and the next minute she ain't. Yep. And there's no, and, and well, if you get a warning, it'll be a slow crank cold. So instead of, it'll go, and that'll that'll be your but five years i mean that good. battery doesn't owe you anything i, I know and it's got a stop start stop start engine in it too on top oh. of that so it really and what brand is it i uh, i wonder it, it's a it's a toyota hybrid 
Okay. All right. I, you're going to be able to buy the hybrid, and again, Toyota doesn't make their batteries any more than Delco or Motorcraft does, but I would yeah. probably look for a CCA rating or an amp hour rating on that stop-start car and get okay. the highest amp hour rating. But here's something. If you want to go crazy, you go by weight of the battery, the price of the battery, and the amp hour of the battery. Because the battery with the most plates wins, <laughs> and its storage okay. capability is the best. Now, I know I'm sending on a wild goose chase, but if, you, if you're that kind of a person that you want to really, really drill down to the very best battery, then weight, amp hour, and price are the three variables. And it's got to fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. Because Mark, Mark will send you over. The trunk, so there, there ought to be room. <laughs> yeah. Mark will send you in there, and you get the biggest battery you can find, and you don't have to put it in the front seat. I put two or three of them in there. You know, there's going to be some extra charges from cables, but, but I'm going to get them in there. No, you'll, you'll, you'll be all right. But five years, that's that's really pretty good. How many miles are on it? Uh, I presume I'm going to have around 37,000 miles on it okay. in uh, February. Okay, all right. Well, that's great. That's when the that's next good. service is due. So you really like this? This is done uh, well I do for like you. the car, yes. Okay. It right. took a little right. while to get used to driving it. When you drive them, they feel heavy. And I agree. I'll tell you, the first time I did a start-stop, I was on my way to the uh, a television station on TV3 on 7th Street. And I had picked up it from General Motors from a GM store, and I was driving it down there. And when that thing died at the intersection, I was I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I just didn't know what to do. I was just, I'm going, well, first of all, I'm going to be late. Second of all, they're going to be mad because I'm not bringing the truck with me. <laughs> and third of all, they're going to say, well, where's the truck? I'm going to say, it's in the middle of the street over there. <laughs> but it, it was really an interesting, um, but at the end of the day, we, back then, we were worried about the starter's life. And today we yeah. know that that is not even an issue. It's not, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing in the technology and the things that they've done. But you pull up next to a stoplight and you hear a car next to you. You hear it shut off. Yeah. You hear it go to take off. You hear the starter kick back in. It's yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I can't agree. hear it inside. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. The guy next to you can though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. I don't know that. Yeah. And, and that's right. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Hey, they don't care when they pull up next to you at an intersection and they set off your alarm system as you're sitting there waiting oh, for the light to go red because yeah. their stereo's so loud. Yeah. The boom box in the yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Bob. Thank you very much. That's okay. A, thank you. A, Bye. We've never had that question before. Okay, Automatic Transmission Exchange, Phil. Phil has been him and Barney Rubble and Fred Flintstone were buddies. That's how far back he goes. Phil was there when the cars, the Rubble cars, had stone wheels and bodies, and the, and the body was made up from a tree trunk, if you remember that. Yes, I do okay. remember that. That's how long Phil's been in the transmission business at, at Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. He's been around a long time. And all we've done is is we've changed the transmission inputs and outputs. So in the olden days, the throttle was a big deal. And then we went to some electronics. And then we went to engine load. And then we went to engine speed. And then we went to a bunch of stuff. And today, the newer transmissions are complete electronic. They monitor every aspect of the car. And when you stuff it to the floor, you're telling it to get up and go. And Phil can help you with that. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And we have a caller. Who might that be? Say hello to Ron. Ron, good morning. Good morning. I got a qu- question for you. Okay. I've got, I've just got a, a fifty Mercury with a flathead. Okay. And the last two owners had always used non-detergent oil. Is okay. that what I should stay with? Let me explain. 
Um, first of all, finding non-detergent oil would be kind of hard. The Does it have a filter on it? Yes. Okay. Non-detergent oil allows the trash to be um, fall to the bottom of the uh, oil pan because mm-hmm. a non-detergent oil they talk about is has no cleaning capabilities. Right. A regular oil will hold the dirt, the piece of soot, the little drop of gasoline in suspension so the next time that that gulp of oil goes through the filter, we capture it. So I would, I'm telling you unequivocally, there's... A, of all the cars we work on, and we work on a lot of old cars that originally came out with non-detergent oil, I, will, I don't stock with non-detergent, and, and I'm going to use it. Now, the, the detergent part of it, again, is this holds the trash in suspension. That's a good thing. We don't want all that trash in the bottom of the pan. So, yeah, but, but I don't will, think we, will we be generating it back up again by changing the oil to a detergent oil? Well, no, no, it only holds it in suspension. The mat of trash you have at the bottom of the pan is going to stay there. Okay. This this is trash that's circulating within the oil. Okay. And so, no, this there's your the protection you're going to get from a newer oil for that car is a hundred times better than what the oil came with in that car. So okay. you you'll 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 you're going to be stepping up i wouldn't be surprised if the first time you take a long drive as you get out there's going to be, you're going to hear, feel somebody kiss you on the cheek and it's going to be the motor saying thank you that's that's how <laughs> sure i am or it's going to be your girlfriend or your wife one or the other i don't know i don't know which one okay all righty okay, th- thank you mark appreciate you betcha. it you betcha you betcha detergent um Every uh, the thing I don't say as much as I should is everything is forward compatible. Yes, everything is forward compatible. Yeah, tires and batteries and oil and brake fluid and everything is to- forward compatible. Spark plugs. So no matter what we had last a uh, hundred years ago, it's been improved. Windshield wiper blades. You wouldn't go go find the old Anco windshield wiper blades compared to the new flippers that we have now. Yeah. So everything is forward compatible, and we should also move forward with that. Yeah. We don't want to buy the gasoline that we had in the 50s and the 60s because it wasn't filtered very good, and it didn't have a whole lot of octane, and it was pretty dirty. Today, with the filters that we have with the fuel-injected cars, they are removing trash that you can't even see out of the gasoline. I think people sometimes just look at the cost of it, and sometimes it's a little bit more, and, and I think sometimes they, they, they figure that they want to you know, stick with what was in there from original because it's cheaper, number one, and, and, and they're stuck on that. You know, They're stuck on what it originally took. And, and that's right, but the car doesn't have a brain, and it's not going to love you, and it doesn't know the difference right. whether you put horse pee in there or if you put 10 weight in there. It doesn't make any difference. It's not going to know the difference, so you don't have to worry about your car trashing itself because it's mad at you. We'll be back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Do you have an idea for an invention, but you don't know what to do next? How do you get in front of companies or get a patent? Call InventHelp. They've been helping inventors just like you for 35 years. And thousands of people contact them every month. With 65 offices, you can meet with an InventHelp representative near you who will keep your idea confidential and explain their invention process step by step. InventHelp has helped over 10,000 inventors get patents. And they offer 3D animations and prototyping services to help demonstrate your idea. InventHelp's exclusive data bank includes over 9,000 companies who have agreed to confidentially review new ideas like yours. Don't wonder what to do next. Take action right now and get the help you need from InventHelp. Call today for free information. Call 800-217-4380. That's 800-217-4380. Again, 1-800-217-4380. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed. And they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs. And it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth partying with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Wings for Warriors Foundation is nationally recognized. 501c3 nonprofit organization in support of veterans, first responders, and their families. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala. A night of honoring and giving. Thursday, November 11th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Madison Center for the Arts. There will be a dessert and cocktail reception with live music performances, silent and live auctions, an impactful keynote speaker, and much, much more. Wings for Warriors Foundation supports the holistic needs of veterans, first responders, and their families with transformational growth, well-being, and spiritual fitness. This event will be raising funds to support faith-based trauma counseling, equine therapy, Gold Star Family Retreats, hyperbaric oxygen treatment for PTS and TBI, and camaraderie and healing adventures. Wings for Warriors Foundation goes above and beyond the call of duty for our military and first responder communities. For further event details, tickets, or sponsorships, please visit wingsforwarriors.org. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala. All about that well, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We have five open lines available. If you're thinking about calling in and you want to ask a CARCO-related question, now is the time, 602-508-0960. You're listening to 960 The Patriot, KKNT. No matter how you're getting us, you're listening to the 960 The Patriot. And our phone number is 602-508-0960. If you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, area then 888-960-9696. 888-960-9696. That's toll-free outside of Phoenix area. 
Dave Martin's here from Martin's Auto. He's on 16th Street and uh, and just south of Indian Schools and yep. been around a long time. And you're getting ready to celebrate 50 years. Yep. And you're going to have a big fiesta. Yep. Just give me a quick snapshot of okay. the fiesta. October. It's a Thursday, October 28th. It's 1130 to 1.30. Um, we're going to have some food there. We're going to have a live band there. We're going to have some giveaway prizes, um, some drawing stuff. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're really looking forward to it. And and uh, we just want to celebrate with our customers 50 years. Uh, you know, we, we've been blessed to be in that area for 50 years, and we, we've had great support from the community. Um, we give back to the community as much as we can, and uh, and we just love the community that we're in, and, and, uh, and we want to celebrate with them and, and let them know how much we appreciate them. Okay, I have a suggestion to make. No one's going to hear this, okay? Okay, but listen. <laughs> I think you should have like a a gift certificate. Mm-hmm. You pick the number for the customer that shows up because all your customers are numbered in your database. Right. So for us, we're at like thirty eight thousand. So if somebody came in with an eleven hundred number, they'd win. Yeah. Uh, but although we have some three digit customers that are still with us, so fine. Just tell them. We'll. T- I mean, if with your permission. Yeah. Or, or not, no one can hear us talking right now. <laughs> but but if you if you say the oldest customer that comes in, we have a gift certificate for X amount of dollars, then people will come in to find out where they stand with respect to the hierarchy and the customer list that you have. Yeah, that's actually a really, really good idea. Well, uh, then I'm, go I'm ahead and give it out. Okay, it's, so, it needs to come from your mouth, so, not mine. <laughs> so, yeah, so if it, we'll definitely do that. That's that's a great idea. The oldest, the customer that's been with us the longest mm-hmm. um, will win a $250 gift certificate. Good. And they can spend it anywhere yeah. or at just at your place. Which one? Um, you know what? It'll be at my place. Okay. Okay, yeah. fine. Because they've been my customer for a long, long time, and I want to I want to give them something. Back. And you can carry that credit forward if it takes them two or three years to clean. Doesn't, then, ma- doesn't but, matter. But basically, they're getting car repair. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, that, I, co- I copied that from somebody else. I don't come up with that kind of crap in my head. <laughs> it's really a great idea. You know, that, that was something that I never really thought of. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm definitely going to do that. Well, in, in our database, we have customers that we've highlighted that have two-digit numbers out of 38,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when Mrs. There's there's one lady when she comes in, whatever she wants, she gets. Yeah. You know what I mean? She wants to ride home. She wants us to go get her lunch. Whatever. She's been around. Yeah. We got customers like that too, and and you're 100 percent right. Whatever they want, yeah, they come through the door, and whatever they want, they get it. We and it's care. because they've been with us for so long. It's it's different yeah. than having somebody walk in today. Totally. Okay, we have a caller. Who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Mike. Mike. Good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. How are you? We're good. We're good. We're in good shape, and our wives still love us, and neither then the police are not outside the uh, lobby waiting to arrest us, so we're in good shape. You're having a that's, good day, then. That's positive, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I need, with radio, you have to draw pictures with your mouth, and so <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to do that. But anyway, Mike, you got a Ford, right? I do have a Ford. How'd you know that? Well, we haven't had a Ford question all day long today, so I was just guessing that we had to get one sooner or later. So, somebody's got to make Mark mad. Exactly. No, 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 no. I, all right, we're all ears. Give it give it to us. I bought my first new vehicle in 2019, a Ford Ranger. Okay. And it has the uh, four-cylinder uh, EcoBoost motor in it. And okay. I believe it's a GDI motor. Can you tell me what I need to do to keep this thing running ship-shape? Because it's... I believe the injectors are not on the uh, top valve side of the engine. Is that right? I, I don't know. I, I, is, is, GDI, this is gas or diesel? 
It's gas. It's a GDI, okay. gas direct injection. It is. Okay. Yeah, I think it is GDI. Okay, so it's 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 injecting the fuel directly into the cylinder. Yeah, not so, on top of the valve. Uh, on that, not behind the valve. Or not behind. Yeah, the valve. yeah. not behind the valve. Um, I'll, I'll answer your question. Change your oil as you should, and drive it like you stole it. Uh, on a one to ten scale, don't go up there and drive it like an eight to nine or ten, but just drive it. Just drive it, enjoy okay. it, don't baby it, and short trips and 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 long time between full heat cycles is going to be your enemy. So if you okay. live thirty miles from home from work, that's really really good. That truck will love you. Okay, sounds good. All righty. Thank you. Are uh, you welcome? You're welcome. The sh- our customers, the short trippers that just go to the post office, just go to you know the Safeway, just go to the stores and stuff like that, and they got a mile, mile and a half, two miles, three miles, even four miles, five miles away, and then back. Those, there's, there, I, I often thought if I could, in, if I could instill upon people the importance of driving the car through a heat cycle, that I would hire some kids with good driving records and have them come here and take the car 50 miles down to Casa Grande, turn around and come back 50 miles and put 100 miles of highway speeds on them. But I think the risk overcomes the reward. Yeah. I think at the end yeah, of the day, absolutely. We, yes. have, yeah. we lose a car or lose a motor because somebody's being stupid, then all of or a sudden... Or they get stuck in traffic or whatever, and, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean there's a wreck on the side of the road and everybody's, you know, stopped. I mean, I, I when I was coming out here, the, the freeway was backed up, and, yeah, it was it was stop-and-go traffic, so it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to, 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 to get it through its cycle, but um, you definitely... Uh, I know that they've had a lot more problems with the GDI from, from doing the short trips and what you're talking about and 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 when we put the injector in the combustion chamber are we putting it in the air system or and that comes through the intake valve so we have it it's direct injection we have the explosion we have the tip of the injector exposed to the explosion right and we've never had that before and so that's been kind of difficult yeah and so we don't really know the long-term effects but i'm thinking it's going to be soot I'm thinking it's going to be temperature. I think it's going to be, and I think you'll agree, and I think anybody that works on cars for a living agrees, that the short trippers are going to have problems where the long trippers don't. You you want somebody to drive 10, 15 miles or more to work, that car is probably going to last a lot longer than the person who's uh, a half a mile from work. Well, you, have, you definitely have less problems, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a nice way to put it. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's five lines, and they're wide open. And say hello to Gil. He'll be the one to answer, and we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolfe host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Dr. Carl Goldberg returns to explain the Islamic influence on the United States government and immigration to the United States and its impact on people seeking freedom in the Middle East. Dr. Goldberg is always a tremendous presenter. Don't miss this important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a 
football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm fleece on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 42, 44 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. Is that right? Oh, yeah, I know that. But you know what happened? Is I pushed on my computer P, and it sent me on the time to PPT French, French Polynesian now. We're in a different time zone. <laughs> yeah, we are in a different time zone than anybody else is. I can t- Mark is. Uh, ooh, la, la. Um, so it's 11.45 right now, and I'm going to click Los Angeles and move me back to 11.45. Is that right, Gil? Okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, Thank my. God for Gil, right? Thank God for Gil. He can fix things He can fix things over the phone. I can't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I pushed P because I always usually push pause to pause the tape. Oh, yeah. I saw you doing that, and I didn't realize it changed the time. Though. Yeah, yeah. When you said uh, 8 o'clock, I looked at my clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, and see, that's what – so everybody knows. I, I'm a remote. I'm sitting in, in our shop in Tempe right now with you. Yeah. Okay. I'm using one of the service writer's computers. I've I've logged into the internet on the wall, and so I'm doing a radio show from this desk. Yeah. Well, I usually the top half of the screen has um, Odyssey, which is a a sound uh, software that I tape the whole show, and so I'm I'm I, and then I P for pause at the end of the break so that I don't tape the commercials, and then I push P again. Well, I have that habit of pushing P, but I'm not taping because I don't. 
I told Gil, you tape it and send it to me. But, I mean, you've been doing this radio thing a long time, Mark. Mm-hmm. And and now you're able to do, I know you used to do it from your studio or, mm-hmm. or from the studio at the radio show or at your studio at your shop, but you had that all set up at, 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 in, in one place. Right. But now you have the ability to do it from everywhere. And when you called me that one day and told me, hey, I, I can do this from anywhere. You know, you meet me anywhere and we can do this. And I just thought it was really, really cool in the technology that's even gone into this little box that does this radio show. It's amazing. Dis- how big is that? Is that as big as your hand? Yeah, about as big as your hand, right? This thing has um, IP. It has telephone. Um, it has Wi-Fi. It has everything. This little bitty box, yeah. I can go anywhere I want and do this show, I, as long as I have a clock that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you don't push pre. You and, don't push PE. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Polynesian. Okay. Paul. Let's go to Paul. All right. Hey, there hey, we go. It, it starts it, with a P. It let's starts do with it. a P. That's what I should have done at the beginning. Paul, how can we help you, buddy? Oh, Mark, um, can you transport me to that time zone you were in? You know, I, I, you would be second because <laughs> I would be first. <laughs> well, he'd be really third because I'm there with you. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I, yeah, you would be third. Anyway, uh, we're all ears, buddy. Okay. Uh, two, 2013 Jeep Wrangler. It's my niece's. And about a month ago, check engine light came on, and she needed to go to work. Her dad called me up and asked me if I could look at it, and I... You know, uh, used a card reader to, or code reader to read the code, and it was a evaporative ignition control system leak, very small. Okay. So I said, I think you can drive to work okay, and I took and cranked on the gas cap and cleared the code, and now a month later it's come back on again. So is it worth, like, just replacing the gas cap, or should we just go ahead and take it somewhere and have it looked at? You know, everybody's going to do the gas cap at the first. I yeah. mean, that's just a standard thing. Even we do that and just say, hey, let's try that first. But this is going to be a solenoid. This is going to be a broken small a vacuum line. This is going to be something in the system. And when this solenoid closes, the computer expects it to hold pressure, and it's not. And after it sees that happen four, five, six, seven, eight times, then it's going to turn on the light. However, she could drive. I mean, you can drive this thing with a check engine and an evap code on it, and it ain't going to hurt it. You're going to have to just get it cleared up a, a month before you have to go through your next emissions test. And so it, it's not anything that's going to break her down, I promise you that. Yeah, uh, no, no. Well, can we go ahead and have it, have it have uh, it looked at? Yeah, and, and, and I, I think Dave will agree with me. We're going to use a smoke machine. Yep. We're going to, we're going to, we have this machine that makes dense white smoke. And so we plug okay. it into the system, and we start looking for leaks, and then we start activating, and we have our scanner, and we tell the scanner, let's go to level one, two, three, four, five, whatever, whatever. And we got guys. Now, this is where people don't really understand. We've got four guys around the car, and the shop rate's $150 an hour. <laughs> and, and one guy's inside the car, and so you have what uh, effectively $1,000 worth of labor standing there yeah. while you look. But... In reality, the time to start and find it is 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So one way or another, you, even if you bill it out that way, it's it's a reasonable amount of money. But, yeah, if you want the peace of mind, go ahead and have it fixed. I don't know what it is, but um, it's not. this isn't going to be a break-to-bank bill. Okay, great. Um, uh, can I ask a couple of questions about my truck? Go, sure. Okay, it's a 2003 Chevy Silverado. It's got 230,000 miles on it. Okay. And... It doesn't fit in my garage all the way so that I can shut the garage door. How much harm am I doing it by getting up in the morning, pulling it in the garage, and then sometime during the day I drive at least 
probably 15 miles. So that, you know, hurting it, just started up long enough to pull it in the garage. It's it's not it, it's not doing it any good. All you're doing is is uh, you're, when you start it up, it's running a little rich because it's cold. So the injectors uh-huh. instead of going, psst, psst, they're going like fire hoses. Psst, psst. So you're contaminating the oil with gasoline. I, I wouldn't move it. I just I'd leave it alone or build I, a bigger garage. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I would do. Have just get her junk out of the garage <laughs> so you can park diagonally or no, something. No, no, the garage is just too short. Well, okay. I, I think you need a bigger garage. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Well, yeah. and, you, and you can do that by putting the front bumper against the front wall and just kind of put it in drive and give it a little gas. Uh, no, your answer to your question is, is I don't like the idea that you're moving it around without exercising it. You're taking the horse okay. out of the stall. You're walking him over here and putting him back in the stall. I don't like that. I think in the long, long, long run, that might come back to bite you. So yeah. i just leave it alone. I agree with that. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. And the other question about it, the the plenum chamber in front of the windshield. Uh-huh. There are two flapper valves, one on each side of it, down by the fender. Okay. And both of those are, you know, the flapper part fell off long at some point. The one on the driver's side, I can reach down there and change real easy, and it's not expensive. The one on the passenger side... There's not enough room between where it is and the fender to get it out. What what would I notice if I actually went ahead and, and replaced both sides? Anything? Well, we're both sitting here with confused looks on our face. We we, we don't know what you're talking about. Is this something that that in the in the climate control of your truck you have outside air and inside air? Are these flaps associated with that? And if they are, they have to be motor driven. No. It's it's just the 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 plenum thing, and it's it's just airflow that moves it. It's okay. one on each side of that plenum chamber that's under the winch, the front of the windshield, like I guess where it drains off the windshield down in there. Okay. Yeah, I, we're both. Just, what year is this truck? Oh three. Oh three. Uh, two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I, I'm. Confused if if you're one. draining the water and the leaves and stuff off of the area where the windshield wipers are, are positioned, and this is going down on the driver's side or on the passenger side, and there has to do something with these flaps that you're talking about, we're, ne- neither one of us has ever have ever dealt with either anything related to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know I what did... it is. Take it. Take it to a shop and say, "Look at these. Tell me what these are." Yeah. And if they're one-way okay. gates where trash and water can get out, but then they close to keep rodents from getting in, that could very well be what they are. Yeah. That, and then you can decide what to do. But i got to run. But anyway, thank you, Paul. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. You're always welcome to send me an email, mark, with a K, at marksalem, like the cigarette. Dot com Salem, like the cigarette dot com. Speaking of people in our industry, I've got to talk about two of them, Blackwell. That's all I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Blackwell's at 40th and Greenway. Him and I are really good friends. We're both honorary as all hell. We've both been in the business a very, very long time. And uh, and we talk on a, on a regular basis. And not too long ago, he was in trouble with his wife. And I just had the most great day in the world knowing that Polly was chewing on his tail end all day long. But by the same token, they had diagnosed something on a car that the part was no longer available. 
And I always bragged to him about our parts department. So he calls me up and he goes, okay, Mr. Smarty Pants, see if you can find this. Well, we did find that. <laughs> and we found a place in Florida that rebuilds these things for $750 plus, I think it was $750, plus $80 in freight, plus a couple of other things. So I said, it's, it's, a, it's a flip of a coin whether they're going to do a good job. And he goes, no, I already looked at them and the, their ratings are really good. So we do radians like everybody else Absolutely. does. Absolutely. And so at the end of the day, the car, I guess, was fixed, and everybody was happy. But my parts store trumped his. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, Blackwell's the only place up in that northeast area that I can recommend to you, 40th Street and Greenway. There's lots of shops up there, but they have to pass a pretty tight filter for Mark Salem and Blackwell's the only one that's done that. I want to just talk about another, and then I'm going to take the call. Kurtz Auto is at I-17 in Bell. I've known Kurtz for a very long time. He's had his doors open since 1987. Between Kurtz and his staff, they have a magic wand. They won't let me see it, but I can tell you this much. They fixed cars that nobody else can. But they also is a fa- they are a family-owned and operated business, and they do oil changes, and they replace windshield wipers for elderly people and all that other stuff. But when it comes to I've got a problem, Kurtz at I-17 and Bell is a great place to go. And we'll go to the caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Harold. Harold, how are you? Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, uh, if I may, I have a couple of subjects that I'd like to recommend to you that you might want to cover on future shows. Okay, you got uh, two minutes, so go right ahead. Uh, go okay. ahead. Okay, one, one subject is the potential of buying a flood-damaged automobile in Arizona. Uh, a week ago, you have uh, your station has a morning show on related to cars. I don't mm-hmm. know the name of it, but the person on the show, the host, talked very briefly about things a buyer should do in terms of not only tests of and inspections of a vehicle, but also a paperwork trail review. And okay. I think that might be helpful to your listeners okay. if Arizona is indeed a dumping ground for these vehicles. Arizona is a dumping ground for the vehicles. That's one subject. The other subject I have is we keep hearing about the so-called shortages of cars, which is making prices go higher and higher, used and new. And I really wonder how much of this is serious and how much of it is contrived. Uh, the reason I bring this up is my daughter went shopping for a new Hyundai a month or so ago, and there were all kinds of cars available at the dealership, all models used and new. Yeah. And so I'm okay, just, I, 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 I got Okay, I got what you're saying. Let me comment real quick. As far as the cars are concerned, I'm not quite sure it's this car shortages as much as it is car parts shortages. We are having a tough time with par parts. Uh, once you get a part number, you can Google the part number within certain uh, a, uh, websites that we have access to. And if anybody in the world has it, they'll tell you. So I don't know about whether we're short on sh- new Chevys, Fords, Hondas, Toyotas, Hyundais, whatever. I'm not sure about that. But car parts. Now, on the Internet, they've been showing all these boats that are offshore that are loaded up with containers. It takes three weeks to unload one boat. There's lots of car parts on that boat. Yeah. So, so hopefully... Um, if there is a new car shortage, it's because we don't have the parts to build the new car. There's a chip shortage on some of the trucks. I got some of my customers that are looking to buy a new truck, and uh, it's taking longer to get the truck because of this chip shortage. That, that so that is a problem. Okay. But but it's certain vehicles that are having bigger problems than other vehicles. Yeah. 
it's 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 pretty much we have shortages across the board. You can go into Home Depot and Lowe's and and, and, and the drugstores and they have it. Dave, thanks for spending Saturday with me. October twenty eighth from eleven thirty to one thirty. One thirty. Sixteenth Street South of Indian School is a big fiesta. It's a fifty year anniversary. You're gonna have your dad there. I'm gonna see what my calendar looks like because I would like to surprise your dad. You bet. <laughs> I yeah. would Come sneak on up behind him and hug him and give him a kiss. <laughs> and he's likely to punch the dog around out of me, but that's okay. Anyway, Mark at MarkSalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com, and we'll see you here next Saturday right here on 960 The Patriot. We're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars. You're welcome to join us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.